Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelov Live. I love to think about all our beautiful listeners and where they are in this wonderful world. So where are you today, I wonder? And uh, which part of the world are you listening from? I'm Geraldine and so excited about today's show as it is a, a subject that I love chatting about so much so that I think I'm really going to have to watch the time or I'll be talking long after our radio time together is finished. Oh, with autumn and, and the weather cooling down here in Australia, I seem to be spending lots of time out walking and taking lots of photos and connecting to nature spirit on a very regular basis. One of my very favorite things to do. And I guess over the years I've really grown my intuitive abilities in such ways that it has uh, not just become second nature to me, but most often first nature, pardon the pun. So much so that I quite often get confused as to when I'm working in the intuitive mode and when I'm working more in the physical mode. Uh, when I was a, a little girl, I just took it for granted that everyone could see and chat with fairies. I didn't have um, imaginary friends, although that's what I told everybody else I had, as I just saw them as being real and couldn't quite understand that others didn't seem to see what I did. I played and chatted with two uh, of these friends every day didn't everyone. <laughs> but over time, I began to lose this beautiful connection as I learned from others that fairies were really only in books and those friends I played with were just imaginary, or so I was told. And I guess the sad part was that I believed others rather than what I knew in my heart to be true. If only we could be happy being different and not have to be the same as everyone wants us to be. And so my intuitive gifts disappeared for quite a few years. Or did they? <laughs> Why am I telling you all of this? Well, because on today's show, I would love to encourage you to rediscover your intuitive gifts and begin to use them in ways that can really assist your journey of life and you might be able to assist others as well if uh, you have this secret longing to become a reader or an intuitive reader or a clairvoyant or a whatever 
Today, I'd love to explain a little bit about the difference between psychics, clairvoyants, mediums, intuitives, people who channel, empaths. Uh, we'll try and get through as many as we can. And I'd also like to explain to you how each of these work. It's important to understand that all of these practitioners are really simply tapping into an ability we all have. It's tapping into the unconscious part of each of us and using a God-given or universal guided ability to assist our journey in pursuit of growing our levels of awareness and our state of enlightenment. It's not wrong to have these gifts or to use them for the benefit of self and others. They came with the package, so to speak. Yes, we all got it in our little package. And then I'd like to help you understand how you best work within all of these and how to work out your dominant intuitive gift. Um, We're going to have a look at how to tune in and tune out and finding the best guidance for you. But let's begin with our reading for this week. Readings are a fabulous way to connect to what our hearts are wanting us to know, but we're often too busy to listen or our lives are way too noisy for us to be able to hear over the din. And the cards that I've chosen as a focus for this week are my Feather Magic Oracle cards. Beautiful feathers. You'll find these pictures. Or find pics of these cards on my show page. And um, if you want to know more about these beautiful little cards, just whiz over to my website at GeraldineTegelove.com and have a closer look. Click on the feather card link and you'll find that there are 38 beautiful little cards and a guidebook in the pack. And from what everyone's telling me, they're already changing the lives of those who are using them on a daily basis. And they're definitely a fun way to give yourself or a friend an accurate reading. But my first card for today is the card of spirit. This is the magical feather of the Australian Wedgetail Eagle. This eagle, as with all eagles, symbolizes spiritual protection and brings with it gifts of strength, courage, wisdom, illumination of spirit, healing, and creation. The eagle has this um, uh, amazing ability to see hidden spiritual truths as it rises above the material and looks at life from a higher perspective. So, um, eagle medicine is the power of spirit, and reminds us of our very own connection with the Great Spirit that knows all things. It reminds us that we also have the opportunity and the power to fly above our current challenges and struggles and those of the past. Eagle teaches us to look up, reclaim our personal power, have patience in waiting for the appropriate moment, and then give ourselves permission to reach for the joy of our heart's desires. Now, Nature Spirits has presented you with the spirit feather today because you're being asked to be courageous and stretch your limits. You never have to accept the status quo, and it's time for you to reach higher. Look at things from a a new, higher perspective and become the magnificent being that you came here to be. This does take patience, but know without a doubt 
that the future holds amazing possibilities that are far beyond your wildest expectations. So today, remember to live in balance with spirit and earth and be ready to take the flight of your life. Now, this is the perfect card for us to focus on for today with what I'm going to be sharing with you uh, throughout this show today. It's all about us connecting to that spirit that's within us all the time, every day, all day, every moment. Do you get it? (laughs) And um, it's growing that ability to connect with that part of us. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you um, over our, you know, over the next hour. And if we have the slightest hint that we have um, the ability to do this, then it's up to us to take hold of it and really uh, work on it so that we can use that in the best way possible. That's why we have the gift. So after the break, we're going to chat lots about you discovering a little more about you. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Welcome to Toginet, cutting-edge radio. cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking Kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mideastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Fluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today and next week, I'm going to be chatting about that beautiful and wonderful world of tapping your natural ability as an intuitive. For some, this comes so naturally, but for most, it takes time, effort, and energy to rediscover these gifts and tune in, so to speak, but we do all have them. How each of us tunes into this amazing world is unique, and the number of ways or methods can be endless. A bit like asking, um, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> yes. So where do you begin? Well, it's a great idea to firstly have an understanding of the common terms used in this world of intuitive messaging. And once you gain an overview of what these general terms mean, you will then be able to make a clearer identification of how you best work and begin to hone these skills. 
Now for today, please remember that what I'm about to share with you is simply my understanding of this amazing world of spirit guidance, whether that be our very own spirit guidance or that of those who have gone before us and and are now literally in the spirit realms. I must explain right up front that I really don't like using uh, any of these terms much to describe how I work as an intuitive. But often the people within our communities need us to attach a name to ourselves that helps them uh, to understand what we do and how we work. Um, Why do I not like attaching a specific name to how I work? Well, I believe that once you do that, you really limit yourself uh, as a reader. Our world is a a world of infinite possibility. And once we, um, how would you say it, uh, compartmentalize ourselves, we often cut ourselves off from yet to be uh, experienced ways of guiding those who come for help and advice. But for today, I'm going to do my best to give some clarity to all of the terms used to describe what we as uh, readers or intuitives do. So, oh my goodness, where do I begin? Well, let's begin with the clairvoyant in very simple terms. Clairvoyance really means to be able to see things clearly through your mind's eye. So clearly, in fact, that they most often see pictures that feel so real that they can describe the images in very fine detail. I know for me, an image just appears and I see it ever so clearly. But there are many that we describe as, um, uh, you know, clairvoyant who actually use different senses to bring information to um, those seeking guidance. Clairaudience is another way in which readers can work. This means to hear things clearly. Messages drop into the reader's mind and then they decipher these messages uh, and relay them in a way that can be best understood by the person receiving the message because often they just come in a matter of a few words. Clairsentient is the word used to describe being able to feel or sense what is happening in a person's life. And claircognient explains those readers who receive information through thoughts. To be perfectly honest, most people we describe as clairvoyant will be using a number of these to give the guidance they give. Speaking from my own point of view... I find myself using the one that seems perfect for the client sitting in front of me. Uh, The guidance just comes to me in a certain way and I run with it. This often means that the client um, who's come to see me happens uh, or it happens to be the dominant way that that person perceives things in life. You know, they're they're visuals or they uh, are auditory people or they're sensory people. So... Spirit seems to drop it in in a way that best suits them, not what best suits me. I just love the way it works and make sure I keep myself open to whichever way messages appear if it means that the client is going to connect at a deeper level 
to what is being relayed to them. In, in using this process, I'll find myself using terms such as, as I see it, or I'm hearing, or I'm feeling, which just happens to be the language of the client. Yes, I just love the way it works. Woohoo! <laughs> and it's not, you know, woo-woo, it's woohoo. <laughs> so if, <clears throat> pardon me, if you're trying to clarify the way you receive messages for guidance, don't be concerned if you fit into several or all of those described. Remember, you don't want to put yourself in a little box and close yourself off to possibilities. Now, <clears throat> let's take a closer look at the world of the psychic. Once again, simply put, a psychic is one who uses many of the clairs, so to speak, <laughs> yeah, you know, the clairvoyance or the clairsentience or whatever, and they tap into what, <clears throat> pardon me, might be described as no, I've got a little frog in my throat. Oh, that's better. Quick drink. As um, Now, I'll go back and, and so they tap into what might uh, we might describe as spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, spiritual touch, spiritual smell, and spiritual taste buds to gain insight into what may be happening in the client's world. They <clears throat> are using all the clairs to tap into the past, the present and future. Psychics will often use tarot cards or angel cards or spirit guide cards or, as I do, <clears throat> nature spirit cards to assist with the reading. And they often like to use their knowledge of astrology as well. All of these help them to tap into the un unconscious part of the client to reveal hidden messages. I know that with my uh, extremely close connection to all in nature, I would be very silly not to ask the assistance of Nature Spirit to guide me through my readings with clients, and they never, ever disappoint me. In fact, people always say how powerful the messages are and how uh, they're so very accurate. And why am I saying this? Because my advice to anyone wanting to become a reader is to make sure you tap into the energies that you are truly aligned with yourself and not try to use something else just because it seems to be the done thing. I simply made my own set of Nature Spirit cards and then tested and retested them to make sure they were exactly what I needed to assist people in the best possible way when they come to me for a reading. Yes, I've added and subtracted cards along the way, but I'm now extremely comfortable with my deck of 70 cards and I use them constantly to help me during readings. I just love them. So if you have something uh, that you love to connect to, then perhaps might just, you know, give you the idea of making your little set of cards that you use specifically for your readings because whoever you're connecting to is wanting to help you. Uh, one essential understanding with regards to clairvoyance and psychics, it's also important to understand that the clairvoyant or, or psychic is tapping into the energy field 
that is around the client in that particular moment of time. As we all know, that energy can change at any time as we move into different levels of awareness on a spiritual level or different circumstances on a physical level. So this is why you may go to one person for a reading and get a particular response and then go back several months later and hear something quite different. This is not that the clairvoyant or psychic got it wrong the first time, but your energy will have shifted in or the client's energy will have shifted in one direction or another. And the reader is simply connecting to the newly formed energy field around you. I know I often see people who have, you know, gone to see someone else and then they tell me that my reading was quite different to what the previous reader had told them. And my response will always be, well, have you or your circumstances changed since then? And inevitably, their answer is yes. Um, you know, what do they say in court? I rest my case. <laughs> so it does make a difference. And you must remember that, that these readers are, or the clairvoyant or the psychic is reading the energy within you and around you at that particular point in time. So don't get uptight if readings seem to be different. Okay. What about the medium? Well, to put it bluntly, mediums work with what we might call the living dead. Yes, those who have passed or died, as we would say in the physical, and are now in the spirit realms. And from a spiritual point of view, we just see them as going home. Yeah. But these spirits are still happily communicating with those living in the physical world. They act exactly as the name suggests, mediums that is. They are uh, the medium through which the spirit world gets to communicate with those who are seeking clarification about life or about the afterlife. They are most commonly known for receiving messages from deceased loved ones or spirit guides or particular souls with whom you might have a special connection such as saints or angels or Ascended Masters. Mediums also use their psychic or clairvoyance to assist with their readings. My spiritual mentor is a medium, for the want of a better word. I believe she's so much more than simply a medium. She has the most wonderful way of tapping into everything and helping me see what I just can't seem to see in the bigger picture. She helps me to hear when I seem deaf to all that's around me. And she helps me to feel the longings of my heart and the love that is being poured into me by all those who are in spirit. One of my uh, greatest wish wishes is that all readers, including myself, strive to achieve this way of reading. It is using everything that we have and we're there to inspire people and to give them hope and to lift them up. So if you're thinking of being a medium, fabulous. But I also suggest that you develop those other uh, aspects of your 
reading ability as well. Now, after the break, heaps more. So sit tight. This is so good today. I'm loving every minute. I hope you are as well because I love sharing every little part of this. And... um, Selling author, musician, and life coach Geraldine Teglove will return after this short break. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high-on-life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. From quantum physics to metaphysics, cryptozoology to conspiracy theory, energy healing to angels, on Into the Light Paranormal Radio, we're here to tell you that just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not real. Each episode, Kitty Janice, Kimberly Rinaldi, and their guests have one goal, and that's to bring another conversation and another bit of consciousness into the light. Into the Light Paranormal Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Lessons in Joyful Living Radio Network. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, well, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And if you have just joined us, we are chatting about that wonderful world of clairvoyant, psychics, mediums, intuitives, empaths, and those who channel. When we open our minds to this guidance, we are opening our minds to allowing greater levels of awareness, huge happiness, and lots of success. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for all free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelov Live under podcasts. Or you can come here to Tokinet to my show page, Geraldine Tegelove Live, or you can also find them on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. By the way, you spell Tegelove, T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E. Now, as I just mentioned, tapping into the realms of spirit in this way, whether as a reader yourself or going to someone for guidance, you are opening yourself to hearing What may be the very things that have been missing in the equation of finding the happiness and success you've been searching for? More about this a little later in the show. But right now it's time to discover the world of the empath. Uh, This is not a word that is commonly heard about. So once again, as the name suggests, this has everything to do with connecting Um, to the emotional state of the person and being able to uh, empathize with whatever the client is experiencing at that particular point of their journey. So what does this mean in practical terms? Empaths have the ability to connect deeply 
with another's uh, emotions without actually stepping into them themselves. They, um, how do I say it? They listen from a space that allows them to empathize but not immerse themselves in the emotions that are being felt by the client. Problems arise within the empaths when they can't disconnect from a client's negative experience or emotional experience and begin to feel it and live it themselves. This often results in the empathy becoming or the empath becoming sick or ill in the same way as the client. So this this is quite a tricky one. But if done correctly, the empath has the ability to heal in very powerful ways. They allow people to share what they are feeling in a very deep and spiritual way. They allow people the opportunity to be heard in a way they've never really heard or experienced before. And the simple act of being heard and listened at this deep level is often the most powerful road to healing. Empaths have been able to nurture the skill of keeping grounded in the physical whilst exploring the watery depths of the emotional world of others without being swept away or swept up in the current, so to speak. It allows them to feel the pain without experiencing it and then advise the client as to the best way of quickly pulling themselves ashore or out of it. Many empaths also use psychic ability to assist their readings or healing sessions. So if you feel as if you're an empath, there's quite a bit of work to be done there to make sure that you're um, being able to, you know, live in the physical as well as the emotional world and not get caught up in it so as to make yourself sick. Now, let's have a chat about intuitives. As the name suggests, these people are very much in touch with their intuition and often have incredible downloads of of insightful messages and guidance. I call myself an intuitive because I believe it removes me a little from being one thing or another. Yes, (laughs) I'm hoping it does. I believe it helps me to remain a little more within my very own unique way of giving readings as I tap into all the, the techniques we've talked about today. I use my cards, I hear and see and feel messages and guidance and I always leave myself open to mediumship and receiving gifts from the realms of spirit who wish to offer their love and guidance to my clients. But I also make sure that I set the intention that I only hear from those who are of kind heart and pure intent. And these are the only ones that are allowed to enter my readings. And they make it very clear to me as to who they are and why they've appeared. Yes, nothing gets past me unless I know it's right and perfect for my client. That's for sure. <laughs> like to make sure of that. I guess what I see is the difference between an intuitive and others mentioned today is is only a very subtle difference. 
but I see it as being in constant communication with my intuition and working within that for the greater percentage of my day. I love to be constantly seeing myself in the field and exploring this field in whatever way I can. And the more I honor my intuition, the greater the guidance I receive on a moment-to-moment basis. I grow my powers of hearing and seeing and smelling and touching and tasting at a whole different level. And I also um, work as the medium by connecting to those in spirit and asking for their guidance too. And believe me, they never fail me. It's just amazing how it works. So our last one for today um, is channeling. And probably the easiest way to, to describe what a channel does is to talk about one. Um, uh, um, my favorite would have to be Esther Hicks, you know, the teachings of Abraham. Esther channels uh, what is known as a group of entities who share their messages from what they call, as I said, the teachings of Abraham. So to channel, Esther steps aside and allows this group of entities speak as one voice through her to share their wisdom and knowledge of the universe and how this wisdom can assist our journey. Esther has been doing this for many, many years and is absolutely amazing. And I strongly urge you to um, Google uh, the teachings of Abraham or uh, Esther. Uh, Jerry was her husband and Jerry and Esther worked together for so many years, but Jerry is now in spirit and I'm sure he's there helping so many others as we speak. Can anyone channel? Yes, we can, but it does take an enormous level of trust and a, an enormous energy level as well to do this. And it can be quite scary for the novice to feel an entity begin to speak through you. It does take time to develop this skill. And I strongly suggest and say this must be done under the guidance of an expert. And this brings me to some very important advice, which I think probably needs to be shared with anyone wanting to become a reader or anyone seeking the guidance of a reader. Um, Let's begin with those who are wishing to become a reader. First of all, be brave and take that step. If you know that you have this gift and... um, it's just a matter of developing it, then go ahead and do that. Find a group where you can develop your abilities. And I urge you to do this. Where This is where you'll be supported and nurtured in finding your unique way of doing things. It is so important to do that. Even to be a medium. You know, we have to learn uh, to get ourselves out of the way so that we can do it in the best way possible for a client. Always leave the ego out of your readings. This is vital. 
When the ego steps in, you are simply giving guidance from your conscious mind and definitely not from that part of you that knows all things. I guarantee you'll know when and feel when you step into your ego. But this does take training. So go and find a spiritual circle where you can grow into your gift. I hope hope I've said it enough times. We really probably need to get a little help with this to develop. Never, ever, ever share negative information during a reading. Why? Well, we are all human and we live in a physical world. And we all have a very strong tendency towards focusing on the negative. That's just the way we are, I'm afraid. And, you know, we're working on it, aren't we? Yes. (laughs) So if you share negative information, you can be sure that that client will go away and begin to build this on this within their thinking mind and bring it into being in even bigger and better ways. Because what we focus on is what we get. I mean, why would we want that for our client? There are so many wonderful ways that a reader can suggest to a client, um, wonderful ideas, I should say, that a reader can suggest to a client that will have them moving away from negative outcomes towards positive results. And so why would we not use these? I get very upset when people come to me telling me about the negative things that readers have told them about their lives and they have worried about that ever since they've had that reading. Oh my goodness. Remember, people who come for guidance are often feeling quite vulnerable and looking for uplifting and inspiring messages that will have them leaving feeling so much better about themselves and their lives Negative feedback or negative guidance or giving, telling them about negative things in their life will only, or what's, a, you know, about to happen, worse still, will only build on this and not assist their healing in any way at all. I hope you're getting the message here. <laughs> and I know I'm coming on a bit strong here, but I think this is so important and, um, just remember, these people, sometimes they're not uh, trained as you are and they can't tell the difference between, you know, um, what they're being told and how they can change it. So, and outside I have to laugh. I've got the kookaburras all around me laughing and guess what they symbolize? Emotional healing, yes. And the people who come to a reader are looking for emotional healing. So after the break now, I'm going to have a talk to about uh, finding the guidance you need or finding the right guide, guidance for you. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglove will return after this short break. foot according to state troopers here's what not to do when you get pulled over don't be a lachrymist and start crying right away it doesn't help 
But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break. Don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and most of all, be honest. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. This week and next week, I'm going to be sharing with you a little of how readers work between the realms of the physical and the spiritual and bring guidance to all those who are seeking answers. And today's show has hopefully helped you not only sort out the differences, but also helped you work out your modes of operation as a reader in your personal world. Now, I have the most beautiful note to share with you today, my Today's Note to Self. And remember, you can find these on my uh, Facebook page, Today's Note to Self. Remember today that in every moment in time, help is but a whisper away. Ask and it is given. And it says it all, really. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, Before I go into um, helping you, uh, to work out, you know, what type of reader uh, you want to go to for a reading, um, I'd like us to do a little meditation first. And today we're going to use a, a song, and the song is called My Friend. Why am I playing this song today? Because I see the the spirit within me as my very best friend. This uh, spirit guide guidance that I that I, or my inner oracle, or that, um, I guess, that reader within me is with me constantly, helping me and guiding my journey. And it has become my bestest friend. It, it's always there beside me and with me. And I just have to go within to get answers, ask, and it is given, and it's only a whisper away. So, As we do this meditation today, 
And I strongly urge you to meditate every day. This is the way we hear the guidance or see the guidance or feel the guidance. Um, uh, today we're going to, I want you to listen to this song, listen to the words, and hopefully it will help you understand what you have within you. So right now, let's have a listen to My Friend.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that little short time of meditation with the song, my friend. And yes, this, you know, uh, having that guidance from within is one of the best friends you'll ever have, believe me. (laughs) Always there, always on tap, ready and waiting. Just ask and it's given. Now, as I said before the break... um, You also, even though you might be wanting to become the reader, I just presume as well that you are maybe looking for uh, guidance yourself and finding a reader that really suits you. I know for me, I would be lost without my uh, beautiful spiritual mentor who is also, uh, you know, a medium come everything else. So I thought I'd give you just a few little pointers that might help you find that person that is just right for you. When uh, selecting a reader, it may be worth having a chat with them beforehand. uh, But if this is not possible, uh, then I suggest you go to a a recognized center where you know the, the owner has tried and tested his or her practitioners. I know um, I do readings every now and then from a, a, a wonderful centre called Simply Natural Therapies in Doncaster in Melbourne. And um, I know when uh, I was asked to do readings there, before I began, um, the owner and one of her other assistants uh, asked if I would do a reading for them because they wanted just to make sure that everything was okay. And I understand that. If it's your business, you want to make sure that the readers are, are good at what they do. So, you know, if you're not sure about where to go and you don't know anyone, well, that's where I suggest you start. Just make sure you find that reader that you connect to. If you don't feel someone's right for you, then don't, don't go back. I'm not talking here about the advice you've been given. Uh, you know, advice that you probably need to hear, but not exactly what you wanted to hear. This is um, a very important point. We often go to have a reading with a fixed idea of what we're going to hear, and when it doesn't happen that way, we tend to dismiss the reader as not being very good. Any reader who is working in your very best interest will try and give you advice that will help you to move forward personally and spiritually. And this brings me to my next point. When you decide to go for a reading, go with an open mind so as to hear the best possible guidance. I'm not sure how to say this nicely. 
but you're not there to test the reader, (laughs) no, but to get the best possible answers you can receive. And by immersing yourself in the reading, you'll find that your answers will come in loud and clear and you'll get confirmation and clarity around all the things that you, you know, that you're looking for. Only, and another word of advice, only take on what feels right and perfect for you. I always say to my clients, sometimes we readers share things with clients that may be just out of their realms of understanding or they don't agree with. That's okay. You have the power to create any reality that you wish to create. So if a reader tells you something that does not speak to your heart, then let it go. Anything that you don't feel fits in anywhere in your life at this point in time and seems to come out of left field, just file that away in your mind somewhere. And you may be very surprised uh, when it comes to pass and you'll go, oh, that's what they meant by that. Or, oh, I didn't quite get that at the time, but now I do. It happens all the time, believe me. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, I hope all of that information today has really helped you because we're coming to the close of today's show. And next week is going to be a fabulous show as well if you're wanting to become a reader or find how to do readings for yourself. So uh, don't forget to tune in again next week and visit me here at Toginet on my show page, Geraldine Tega Love Live or iTunes or my website for recording of this week's show. And in the meantime, as always, I wish you a million blessings of happiness, love and peace. Have a fabulous week, everybody. And bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?